Today, This American Dice brings to you the latest episode of Dragon of Ice Spire Peak, otherwise known as Doisp from the D&D Essentials Kit. Previously on Doisp, Serafina and friends along with the enigmatic centaur, Xanth, explored the ancient dragon barrow in search of a magical dragon-slaying sword. Little did they know, the ghosts of its legendary former owner still guarded it. Most dragons out there, at least the colorful kind, can devastate a whole region. We're seeing it firsthand with this fella up on Aspire Peak. He ain't the first one, though, but I don't gotta tell you that. Now, if you grew up in these parts and didn't always finish your carrots, you might have heard of Azdraka the Green. Long before I was born, if you can believe it, he made a lair outside of Neverwinter and took to taking tribute and payment for only eating some of them. Now, you might imagine that didn't sit well with most of them, Least of all, one Lady Tanamir Alongadar. She was a noble knight in every sense of the word, and just so happened to have a magical dragon-slaying sword. Don't know how she ended up with that, though her uncle was the king of Neverwinter, so that might have helped. She put together a little party of adventurers and tracked that dragon back to its own lair in Neverwinter Wood. Hard fight. But the lady was able to pierce the dragon's heart with the fancy sword, and... Not before taking a face or two full acid breath, though, and, uh, well, if the stories are true, her dying wish was to be buried with the bones of Azdraka, just in case he got any ideas. Legend says that that special sword's with her, too, but who'd believe anything like that, huh? Hi. Hi. My name's David. I'm the GM of this. Uh, who else is here playing with me? Well, my name is Marisa, and I am Serafina Teeley. And I'm Eduardo, and I'm playing Zia. Now hopefully see uh, this lady. Yes. Yes, we saw her. What's her name again? Lady Tanamir Alagondar. Or just Lady Alagondar. Lady Alagondar. I guess I am assuming... We probably don't have like first name basis with her. She has definitely the uh, the regalia, the the armor and such of you would think kind of a an honorable kind of knight class kind of person, right? Although she got these red eyes, this almost like chalk white skin. Uh, something is very wrong with her. It's probably because she's dead, as she should have died like a few centuries ago. Exactly. And also to remind you, she uh, although not represented on the map here. Um, around her are kind of like the bones of this dragon she theoretically slayed, and she kind of mentioned it right. by name, like Asdraka was the name. And it it started to move in response to things she said, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm. They weren't just she, bones; they were moving bones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, there was a corpse that was just kind of housed gingerly in its rib cage, and it opened up, and then. Next you saw, she was standing here as a ghostly kind of form. And I think she said, um, I think Xanth specifically asked, uh, oh, can we we, uh, chat for a bit? And she's like, absolutely. Take your time. (laughs) And the four of you had. Yeah. Oh, she disappeared into the the darkness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The four of you had kind of discussed it and said, oh, you know who has to do this is Serafina, I guess. Yes, we discussed it, um, and she stepped forward bravely. We didn't just toss her to the flames. <laughs> so, yeah, are you ready to do to do battle, Serafina? Yes, I'm ready. Because she a queen. She know what to do. She royalty. And what were these? Were you um, being blessed or something, Serafina? I, I noticed a little uh, icon, and over your token and over Shanjan's, I think was he earlier at some point? earlier she had the um plus two to her it was the shield from um right shield of faith yeah which should technically be run out by now but I don't know if it's still on because it's like 10 minutes or something hmm. so yeah concentration I think um I'm okay if you want to keep that on for this okay thanks DM. 
Sure. Anytime. All things. I'm not scared. You're scared. Um, and he had something lit. That's what that was. There's like he had the torch. Mm. Oh, Shanjan, that's right. I'm a ranger. I better get initiative. <laughs> that's the one thing we're good at. <laughs> Are you scared? Are you? Let me. I'm gonna roll Shanjan. Is that okay? I'm a little scared. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we all should be a little scared, right? Just a little bit. But that's fine. We're you know. Oh, Shanjan. Oh, Shanjan. Bad boy. Shanjan <laughs> is not well. Shanji. Is that his nickname? Hopefully not. Shanji. No. <laughs> no, I, I don't, we don't like that. Mm -mm. I think Inverna crossed her eyes and, you know, shook her head. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Inverna's not pleased. And it's probably, if anything, it's Shay J. Oh, mm. Shay J. That's pretty yeah. good. Not Shanji, but Shay J. Shay J. All right. <laughs> so, Xanth, if you want to do anything, Oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking. I'll cast um long strider. You touch a creature, mm -hmm. the target speed increases by ten feet until the spell ends. So at the very minimum she can move real fast, have more space. I go different places. Oh nice. And then I feel uh Inverno's probably skipping, right? Is can she support with anything? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't no, know I don't if she, she can actually do anything other than just provide like you yeah. know, force when it is needed. Is mm -hmm. Inverna the type of person to pull out a gun mm -hmm. and make a show of checking bullets, knowing full well that this person may have never seen a gun in her life? Hmm. Would she uh, make a that? I don't know Inverna that well. Yeah, she doesn't actually have guns, uh, although she is a cowboy, so I know why you would make that mistake. But, oh, uh, for sure. But I, I love that flavor of her. We're going like, to have to give this girl mm. a gun, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Inverna's gun? <laughs> I actually love that that idea of just like, maybe she takes her uh, her quiver out, you know? Oh, um, or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, like the up, actual bow? Yeah, like her, her quiver of all the arrows, you know? And just like looking at it, just like, hmm, wow. Just making a display of looking at how many arrows and oh, how probably... What a great yeah, archer she is. Further, and I think she pulls one out and like touches mm -hmm. it with her finger. Like, hmm, this is sharp. It's good for today. <laughs> oh, she just pushes it into her finger until it draws blood and just like licks it. Like, hmm, yeah, it's very sharp. <gasps> I, I don't know about that. That definitely seems like an Inverna move. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Just without her saying anything, just staring at the ghost the whole time. The woman. Okay, I'm into that. Mm -hmm. I was I like, that. I don't know what she would do. I do love that. Yeah, perfect. And then it's the lady's turn. Oh, she's here for high fives and candy. <laughs> Don't worry. It's going to be real chill, real chill night. Ooh, okay. So I think the first thing she does is she kind of comes out of the darkness again. She just kind of materializes. And um, I mean, I think we definitely saw her face before. Maybe it's more dramatic if she has like, but she was holding kind of a. Uh, the helmet and the sword. The helmet, exactly. Yeah, she has this like full face covering helmet. And when she appears, her sword's probably still like on her back, you know, like across her back. Because mm -hmm. that looks like a big, big old sword. And she kind of just takes her helmet off. Like she, she maybe bows and takes her helmet off. Maybe tosses it on the ground where it just kind of rolls into fog and disappears. And then she looks up and it's as if you like see her for the first time. Almost like your soul grows cold. Like, oh, this is inevitableness of death. Like, even if you're the best person you could ever be, this is everything you have to look forward to. Life ends, and the best you can hope for is just to be a cold shade guarding nothing. And it, it kind of just affects your soul. And I think mm -hmm. everybody but Serafina, who is immune to this as her kind of the champion, mm -hmm. needs to roll a wisdom save. DC 13, so not the worst. I did not pass. And then um, do you want to roll for these uh, sidekicks, either of you? Or both of you, I guess? Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> wow. Still missed it. She's impressive, and I'm not surprised. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Oh, yeah. she's She definitely got it. 
Good. So she's, I mean, as an elf too, it kind of makes sense. I like you that. You know what it is? She tried to intimidate and we didn't. And that's our own fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Those that failed, everyone. Oh, all the boys, <laughs> I guess. Yes. Um, are frightened. Yay. Yeah. So a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the mm. source of its fear is within line of sight. Also, the creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. So, so I don't have to run away. Right. Just you can't uh, move further up. Right. And I'll be. And I have disadvantage if I try to do ability checks or attack rolls. Got it. Yeah. So I think that's not even an action for her. It looks like. So what? I think she's. I love her. <laughs> she, so she takes a galloping definitive step forward. Jeez. I think just. Like I described her sword is kind of on her back and she kind of just holds her hands out and just like puts them as if she's holding a sword and the, like a copy of the sword that you saw behind you, that red one, um, kind of just materializes like swirls from mist and just forms in her hand. And she's going to try to attack you with that. Oh, yeah. 21. I'm sure hits you, right? Yeah. Oh, you have a, you have a great armor class by the way. Oh, and it's, is it, is that factoring the plus two? Probably not. So it's actually 20, I think, right now, if I'm not mistaken. And so she still barely hits you. So, Marisa, you take 14 necrotic. necrotic, if that makes a difference. I don't think it does for you. No. And no. that yeah. is her entire turn, I believe, which goes all the way to you. You get you get the follow-up. Oh, I do. Okay. Hmm. She's checking out the options. I guess while, while you're thinking of that, Feeney, I think to describe this perhaps better she kind of so that sword kind of materialized out of just like the air and shadow around into like a full form and just kind of i guess it did end up hurting you so i think she uh you're wearing that mithril kind of dress kind of thing thankfully you're wearing that so a lot of it doesn't end up scratching you but you know a lot of like maybe on your neck or something like some Mm -hmm. part that wasn't completely guarded like maybe like the vest underneath it kind of like cuts into that and into your maybe like collarbone area. Mm-hmm. And it almost feels like cold to almost like a psychological or unnatural kind of effect of this wound. Okay. So I need to heal myself at some point probably. Right. Yeah. It seems like you're doing pretty good now. You're, you're only, you're fine. still at 25. Yeah. All right. So I think how close am I to her? She's like right next to you. Yeah. Crap. All right. Then let's use my dagger. Sure. Let's- Let's go for that. She's right next to me. Yeah. And remember, you can do um, use your rapier and your dagger like at the same turn. That's true. Uh, Action, a bonus action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can we do that? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, Oh, okay. Interesting. She, um, so yeah. um, So she's wearing all this armor, but, um, and maybe the, uh, when you swing it, or I guess thrust with your rapier, um, it kind of just, maybe goes like right through where her navel would be and up, you know, and hmm. it just kind of the mist kind of follows it for a second. And it looks like she's like not made of anything, but then as she's um kind of midsection is kind of reforming you so quickly with your barred soldier skills, have your dagger hidden and you just come up and maybe stab her in the side or something if you want. And that does uh go through like even through her armor. So, I mean, it's only, I guess, two damage. So you only nicked her, but that did seem to uh, work for sure. Hmm. Okay. And I think that's your whole turn. So then Shinji and Quan, I think, very scared. I assume he's concentrating on this, uh, this armor assist. And is he doing anything else? So he doesn't know what to do. I think in his head, he's like, oh, so he hasn't really spoken to her. But I think he has the guts enough to ask, we don't want to fight, but may we assist our champion? He's going to ask her that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I love that. Because it, he, I think he knows the effects of frightened enough to go, I don't want to hurt you. Like, I don't want to get in your face, but we have a champion and we're her force. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that's what he would try to get across. Yeah, and I think in the middle of this kind of a uh, melee with um, Serafina, she kind of very creepily, maybe she turns her head in, in such a way that that's impossible to do when you're living. 
Ugh, gross. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. That's not <laughs> to just look um, Shanjan directly in the eye to eye, the horrifying, like, red lit eyes. And she says, um, your, your champion, champion and I are the ones in communication. communication. The communication, communication of swords. Do, Do not, not talk, talk to me any longer. longer. Just what? and just dismisses him. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just Shanjan like gets even more scared. Like, oh no. I was I was gonna say <laughs> based off Shanjan's personality, I feel like that'll make him buckle for this round. So he's gonna. Um, can he roll to make a wisdom check? I guess I should read this entire thing. Yes, uh, you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns. Shut up. Oh, I thought it was a one. It looked like a one for two seconds. Ooh. I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. No, uh, so he actually makes it. He, we're looking for a 13. Yeah. So he is no longer that. frightened. So he can move up if he so chooses. And let me get this hmm. thing out of there. Yeah. Do you, uh, Let's say for flavor, him asking a question, getting shot down made him braver. He was like, hmm. That's very Shanjan. That's a very <laughs> on brand for Shanjay. That does make sense. Yeah. Right? Is it not? Yeah. I just want to say, though, after we said it a couple times, that Shanjay is a far superior nickname. <laughs> I was completely wrong. <laughs> now it's over the Xanth. Also frightened. But remember, um, at the end of this turn, you can do the save again. Yes. Yeah. He's going to do um, a healing word. And not a healing word, Jesus Christ, wrong, wrong character. Uh, cure wounds. Sure. Um, I think that's the one where you have to touch her and you're like directly behind her, so very easy. Yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. He's gonna do it at uh, let's see the math here. Yeah, just the uh, level one. Uh, four plus six HP for her, please. Oh, very nice. Go ahead and add six back. 31. Yay. Perfect. And I think it's Inverna, right? Oh, should I make that roll real quick? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Thank, okay. Thanks for reminding me. 15 plus 2. 17. Yeah, so you actually added it too. Okay. Very nice. Yay. Okay. Hmm. First, she's wrapping a, a little band-aid around her bloody finger. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I actually kind of love the idea of possibly Inverna using Orc Biter is the the bow, yeah. Bow, which is what she had pulled out earlier. Mm-hmm. And what if instead of attacking the lady head on, you attack um, dragon? the dragon? Oh, clever. I didn't even think Ooh, of that. Interesting. I like that. Yeah. Like that's smart. And Verna's, you know, she took her bow out and she's already like licking her wound <laughs> on her <laughs> finger. Little weirdo. And then she <laughs> you, like steps forward and is like, You all tried your ways, I'm gonna try mine. And pulls Orc Biter and um, aims it directly for the dragon skull. Ooh, great. Like the uh, this arrow kind of maybe it doesn't like break through the skull or yeah, the skull it's there, but it kind of like sticks into it. And um, you see this like skull kind of or yeah, this skeleton, the skull like move around and maybe it has like this weird dragon claw, the skeletal claw that kind of comes up from somewhere where the arm would not be like the middle of, you know, the thing and just like scrape it off. And just breaks the um, arrow in half. But I will say those astute watchers of this battle do notice that like that mist around Lady Alagondar kind of like ripples when that happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, good job. Inverna. And then I think it's the lady's turn. She, as Inverna kind of comes closer, um, does that kind of unnatural like I, I'm imagining like a like a Japanese horror movie kind of where she's in the middle of this and then like a frame happens and she's completely in a different position, like looking at Inverna. She just kind of just puts her hand up, just like leave yeah. us. And then the frame happens again and she's right in battle again as if nothing happened. Although oh, nothing happens with Inverna. <laughs> I don't think she would be overly intimidated by that. 
And in fact, like I said, she's going right back into it. Let's see if she, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you still have that um, armor class boost. Yes, plus two. Yeah. To her DC. Yes. So I think she misses you. Oh, pretty, pretty good. Nice. Thank goodness. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was. She, it's... she was going to do some some damage for for sure. My lady, I'd be happy to prove to you that I am no grave robber, but I am a honest and true strong heart. But my friends will not leave. If you prefer for them to stay back, if I tell them to, they won't move. But we all came on this mission together on a quest because we are here to slay the ice dragon and only seek the sword to protect the people of Vandalin and um, Ice Spire Peak. Yeah, and I think maybe, uh, I mean, you two are both in like a, a sword fight at, at the moment. And I think she continuing the sword fight, you know, D&D, it's, it's hard to explain. But <laughs> in the midst of this battle, um, you're kind of saying that maybe like, as you're swinging your sword and everything. And she, without saying anything, like her mouth isn't moving, but you can just hear, and all four of you can hear this. But she says, um, words are wind and sword is steel. Prove if you can fight this dragon or not. As she continues the attack. But do you want to attack her? Or do another thing? Okay. Is there any way that I can like mm, run past her or like switch places with her? It's the rules of the game. You can't go through other people's squares, but you can go around oh, her. Right. Mm-hmm. She's going to take an attack of opportunity though, right? Because it's within. Right. Yeah. If you kind of run past somebody, they kind of, you know, They'll always on the guard, they swipe, swipe you. you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get somewhere else, it, I mean, it might be worth it up to you. Hmm. I kind of want to get closer to the dragon skeleton. Um, uh, to, to be clear, the dragon skeleton is kind of all in the walls in this area and the ceiling. Right. The skull, though, is at the very back, like here. Hmm. Okay. We should have put that on the map or something. But wow. oops. <laughs> well, I don't think we thought we were clever enough to shoot <laughs> to shoot at an inanimate. Well, not inanimate, but I think we just forgot about it. So. Right. At this point, I think Feeney would say it would hurt me as much as it would hurt you to have to do this. But because I'm doing this for the people, I have to take this sword. And then she takes her dagger and she slices her on the opposite side of where she hit her on the first time. Do you want to use both attacks, the rapier and the dagger? Yeah. The last time, there's a surprise. Yeah, I like it. Go go for it. Oh no. <laughs> uh, unfortunately well, not, not great rolls. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Something about birds? <laughs> birds? The birds are everywhere. Yeah, she uh so I think she just expertly kind of um parries these two blows. Um do you want to still try and move or do you, do you want to uh pass the turn? Or no. I also, you can start thinking about you have a bunch of uh, spells, too. Yeah, I know. But Shan- speaking of spells, Shanjian Kwan, Shay J, what you up to? Um, so I was gonna... Shanjian is gonna lean over to um, Xanth and essentially ask him to switch because um, he wants to be behind Feeny. Mm-hmm. So I guess he's going to hold his movement until Xanth says yes or no, I guess. But that's his movement. So he is going to take Inverna's um, like, huh, they didn't say anything about attacking the dragon. The dragon seems to he, like he, he's making connections real quick. Yeah. Like the dragon's over there. The dragon would suck. suck. I don't also want to fight a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I think he like makes that connection. So he's going to try to do um, Sacred Flame. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, what color do you think 
um, his sacred flame would be. I think we described it as like white or gold fire or maybe a mixture of the two before. Perfect. Um, and how does he usually do spell work? Does he have like, I'm not sure what type of caster he is. Um, when he has the time to, he rolls dice to help him. But I think in battle, it's just kind of a Timora's blessing kind of working through him. Oh no, it's even better. It's that new thing that kids are doing where they roll the dice and walk at the same time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he does that like roll the dice walk, no dice in his hand, but the flame like <laughs> flickers at the end of his tips and it like, it precariously like hand, hangs there for a second. So maybe she thinks to herself, he's going to attack me. But then it goes to the dragon. I love that. That's really cool. Because you don't, you never know what the dice are going to fall. So <laughs> I think that's what he thinks anyways. So that is a, is it a deck save or? Correct. Deck saving throw um, 15 for him. Ooh, not at all. Oh, yay. How much um, damage? He rolls a D8 of Radiant. So let me roll that real quick. Oh, boo. It's three. Hey, does he add anything to that? The target gains a minute. No, but it's still, he did something. Yeah, not bad. And um, it's a cantrip for him, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. That makes me feel better. It doesn't seem to hurt it any more than normal. Although, I mean, still hurts. Like uh, the uh, dragon makes like a sound and maybe some like... Um, of the, uh, I don't know, like the earth from the ceiling kind of moves and like falls down. Mm -hmm. And again, astute observers will notice like a ripple goes through uh, Lady Alagandar's like whole form Interesting. when that happens. Okay. And then I think Shane Jan's done, right? Yep. So you and Xanth switch places. I'll move you. Yes. There you go. Yep. So... Xanth awkwardly lets him like run under him. So, like, <laughs> like Shandan runs under him and he, and he like watches him. So you see like his horns bend down. And he's like, oh, I would have, we could have done this different. <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole dice hand thing threw him off. He was like, oh, all right. But now that he's seen two people attack the dragon, he's going to nod his head and go, okay, I can follow. I got this. We can do this. So he's going to take the longbow um, from his back and he's going to knock, knock an arrow and go ahead and try to shoot the dragon. Yeah, I love it. Um, let's see what happens. Nice. So then um, then he's going to try to do it again because he has two attacks. 27. Jesus. Wow. Oh, critical. Incredible. Xanth is real good. All right, Xanth. <laughs> gotcha. So eight plus seven plus five. Yeah, I think so. So 15, 20 damage, right? Total? Hell yeah. <sighs> what a man. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. So let me actually, let me describe that because in my mind, Xanth is good at ranger stuff, but I guess I haven't used him yet. Um, so I feel like the first arrow, you know, we have the little like flames and she's been shadow warping and he's like, I don't know if I have this like vision correct. So he, both of his horns start to sh like shimmer just that little bit of extra like fey wanderer magic um, <laughs> and his, both of his eyes and you see his ears start to flick, like mm -hmm. flicker. And he's like, wait a second, but should I, and you hear him talk and this is like, he's only this, what is it? 10 seconds around or something. He's only got like three seconds where he's like, well, guys, okay. Okay. I got it. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cheering section has mm. happened. So he actually gets that first hit and you hear him go, woo! <laughs> like even he's surprised. <laughs> um, and then he sees that, I think after that first hit, the dragon's head kind of, cause he aims for like, I don't know, the head and an like an arm comes out of nowhere. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and, and it kicks the, because the shot was so good, it kicks the arm back and hits the skull anyway. Mm. It's like that first shot did like, he was like, what am I doing? This was real good. So then the second shot is way more confident. And he like, you see him like straighten his shoulders a little bit better. He knows he can make the hit now. So the second one's even mm. better mm -hmm. with less of the extra flair, but even better. And this time he does hit like the skull. 
Mm. And the, the arrow jams in just a little bit tighter. Right. Yeah. Uh, incredible turn there. Uh, that critical is uh, pretty helpful. I wish. Um, then over to Inverna, I believe. Okay. So at this point, Inverna is, she kind of looks over at Xanth and she's sort of like just been like not necessarily paying attention to him the whole time mm -hmm. or at least ignoring him <laughs> for the most part that she can. Agree. And she just kind of turns around and does a very unlike her, well, I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> and very, that's, that's a compliment. Very southern. <laughs> yeah, she kind of tips her hat and is like, yeah. good job. And then that's all she needs to say. And then turns back to the lady. And I think she, I think at this point, and Verna's going to go ahead and uh, use Orc Biter again and aim it directly at the middle of the skull this time. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Love it. It's a ball. Oh, it's a shootout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it, mama. Fingers crossed. We don't know what, <laughs> know. we don't know what this dragon is. <laughs> um, uh, 16 will hit that. And I think another one of these, maybe through like the other eye socket, the one that Xanth didn't do. Yeah. So now it's got the, like these terrifying arrow eyes coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I live. <laughs> what color, like, it's kind of like this grayish, blackish mist, essentially. Is that what's, is that what's kind of like she's been walking in and out of? And Yeah, it's like the, um, it seems like the shadows of like just the yeah. cave, but mm. yeah. Shadows, got it. But like misty shadows, that, very unnatural. And then I think it's her turn, right? Yes. Yeah, so I think the first thing she does is kind of, she disappears into that shadow we we're just speaking of. Hmm. Oh, God. Instead, she just manifested herself somewhere else. Yeah, she kind of came behind you. I mean, everybody, um, and just kind of attacks you unawares here, which makes sense since she actually was able to hit you. And this one's going to do eleven to you. Yeah, so you're down to twenty. I mean, you're still doing pretty good. <laughs> you're just exactly at half half health, I believe. The good thing is that she hasn't gone um, against her word. She's still only attacking the warrior that we sent mm -hmm. as sure. a representative. And in fact, that's in her entire turn and it's over to Serafina. Okay. I want to kind of look into my actual spells again. I haven't used it, but what if I viciously mocked her until she's in a spell? So <laughs> maybe somebody else can jump in and like attack. Well, yeah. So vicious mockery is a thing that you've uh, shockingly never used, although it's a cantrip, but you just kind of insult somebody and just magically it makes them feel bad <laughs> and do a damage mental damage to them basically. <laughs> so um, it's just the basically an attack, but it kind of distracts them and also does a little bit of damage to them, but not a lot. Yeah. So if it's going to distract and damage slightly, we can, jump in with Shanjan and really what I want to get over at this point is I think I want to get over to Xanth. Hmm. She will still be able to do her attack on you. Like it won't distract her that much, but um, I believe it'll be harder for her to hit in that case. Disadvantage. So, yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. So not a bad idea. I like it. The only thing is that is if it misses, it does nothing. Mm. True. Yeah. That's the only thing. All right, I guess let's let's try vicious mockery. Yeah, this, this is the first the first time you used the the cantrip, which is interesting. So often that I've looked at this and thought, what the hell am I going to use this for? Can I describe how this happens? Yeah. Oh, it looks like I just I just exactly made the wisdom though. Oh, boo. Well, you know, Seraphina is still a nice. Halfling after all, so <laughs> maybe she's says something really like like something that she thinks is gonna hurt her. Like, uh, you think that you're really strong, but you really are nothing without that dragon behind you, aren't you? <laughs> the, the dragon, dragon isolated. Ooh. Is her comeback? And it doesn't seem to affect her. 
she can't take an opportunity attack on you now. I'm gonna go which over is good. here. Yeah. yeah, if you just do one square, she can't uh like get the free attack, you know. I'm right there now. I'm, I'm perfect. So over to Shanjan then. This um, lady appeared directly next to him. Yeah, and I, I don't know his full personality yet, but I feel like because you said it earlier, like, oh jinkies. Like <laughs> I feel like he yeah. has I guess that he is moment. he is like a war veteran, so uh he gets I think a lot of things like spook him out for a second and then he's like, Oh wait, all right, never mind. We're back into yeah, it. It's but, just like a, when they hear a gunshot or or a car go off, they think it's a gunshot. They're like, ah! Yeah, and he specifically oh, yeah. volunteered to be like a war medic, not a not like a frontline soldier right. or anything. Um, if that is the if that is the case, he's noticed that she's not attacking him, so he's gonna take the risk of running by her. Hmm. Um, if I can move him. And he's actually gonna move way over here. Uh, behind her again. Um, and I, I think the, the creepy like a uh, Japanese horror movie style thing, it does look like she's about to attack and then an inch or less away from him. It just like goes back to normal. Oh, like, nice. she like at the last minute decided not to attack him. Oh, can we do like, she has floating hair just for a second and then it like lowers. Back I love it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so Shane Jan's like, Oh, now, I think he he does this thing where he looks at uh, Serafina and then he looks up and then he looks down and he's like, nope, got to try to attack the dragon again. Mm -hmm. So he's going to Sacred Flame. Ooh, don't think I made it. No, you didn't. Yay. Um, this time I'm going to make you roll the dex mm -hmm. die. The, the, it's a D8. Okay. Hopefully it'll be better. Yeah, see, it's better. You're going to roll him from now on. Um, he got... <laughs> Is this a six? It looks like a six. It is a six. So I feel like in that moment when he like switched positions and he looked up and down, he like nodded his head just for like a second. And he's like, she's got this. And he rolls the dice again. <laughs> but this time he's closer to the dragon. That's why it hit better. Yes. That's what it was. I oh, love it. Yeah. What a good turn for him too. Uh, then speaking of good turns, back to Xanth. Um, so Xanth has come to realize the honor of the lady not hitting Shanjan. Uh, mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so he's going to be brave and go, okay, I see. This is the lady's. Um, she is not stopping us from attacking this dragon. So he's going to move up and past her. So make that L like a real knight. And he's going to focus on the dragon. Oh, and I think the same thing kind of happens as as she has the opportunity to attack you. It's almost like an intimidation, like a you know a like haunted house type thing, like mm -hmm. comes at you like um, about to attack you, and at the very last second, like when you look away or flinch, she just kind of is back to where she was, and it's like, oh, she was she ever attacking me? I don't know. Interesting and terrifying. Um, <laughs> I don't like it. Um, so what? So what he's gonna do is. Um, as he's passing by, can he say something to Serafina? Sure. As he's back passing by, and you know, he's got that weird voice, and he says, you can defeat her, and we'll take care of the dragon. He's going to just say that on his way by, um, and then he's going to fire twice and see what happens on the longbow, hopefully. I don't know why. Oh, no. <laughs> the opposite. I'm too close. I'm too close now. Um, and he'll try it again. Hmm. The second one Much did, better. and um, the psychic damage stays on this one because he can't do a bonus action attack. Mm -hmm. anymore, so. so a total of eight, see, eight, and oh, one of them is psychic damage, yes. right? Yes. So seven of it is the slashing, I guess, piercing damage. He still has movement, so he is going to move one more, like step over. So he's out of Inverno's way. Mm, sure. He doesn't want to stay in that center space. Plus, he's smart enough to go, that lady appeared behind us. And he puts his like booty to the wall. Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't want her to become mine. Mm -hmm. So that's how he handles that. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And speaking of Inverna, it's her turn. Okay. Now, Inverna is 
getting extremely over it. <laughs> she does not want to deal with it anymore. This apparition just keeps floating around and, and Inverna knows that she's fought some other creatures before um, that have been difficult. And Inverna looks over knowing that the lady's right next to her and she decides to use promise on her, knowing that her friends are getting closer to the dragon as well. She looks at the lady and says, well, you know what? You might've slayed the dragon, but I'm gonna slay you, promise. Yeah, and I think it, it does, it seems to uh, affect her for sure. She does another ripple thing and just kind of uh, makes like terrible horror movie ghost scream kind of thing. Hmm. Just at her. All right, then it's back to her turn. The lady's turn, I should say. And I think she disappears into the shadows. That seems right. <laughs> yeah. And um, a second goes by, two seconds, 10 seconds maybe. Um, and it's kind of all silent. Everyone, I think, is on edge. What do you do? Do is it still her turn? Whose turn is it? I think we're currently out of initiative. Um, is the dragon still there? Um, yeah, it, it's up there. It's a. Uh, it's um definitely uh broken. It's got some some pieces missing. Has cracks it in it. Moving. Yeah, I think everything's kind of silent. Oh, maybe the only thing you you hear as everyone's like panting, you know, middle of this battle, catching their breath, is just like the the dirt and the earth kind of settling to the bottom from the ceiling. Mm. Xanth is going to put his bow like back. Um, and he's going to listen to, you know, all the little chattering sounds um, that are happening around him because it's silent for everybody else, but it's never silent for him. <laughs> um, mm. <laughs> um, and he's going to tilt his head and look at Inverna um, so he's going to walk over to see if he can see if the lady is over there. Mm. Like if yeah. the corpse has returned. Mm. Oh, yeah. Interesting. And no, it hasn't. And I, I forgot to mention also, I, I guess the other sound is the the crackling of this torch that Shanjan's holding. That right. I kept forgetting about. <laughs> um, does Feeney do anything in particular? Um, I think Feeney is definitely going to not waste any time and maybe she just wants to inspect like the area. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So I think as everyone's kind of looking about Shandrian actually speaks up and says very good work, everybody. It's not his voice. It's the ladies. He says, I'm very impressed. You've shown that these treasures here aren't the important thing, but the battle itself and defeating and Shanjian kind of looks up at the, you know, cracked <laughs> remains of this dragon that's embedded in the wall. She's like the important fights. And she kind of look, or he kind of looks at, um, Ser or turns to Seraphina, I guess, holding this torch, I guess, like a creepy flashlight, you know, you're a great champion. There's no question about that. And she kind of looks to the other two and to Xanth in the back. But no one's ever defeated a dragon by themselves. You have good companions behind you. Nice. Okay, good. Metal. <laughs> and then maybe um, she motions over to where that sarcophagus was that you saw the um, sword in originally. Almost went that direction too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you are there perhaps. And you see, you can see inside as she kind of gestures toward it. And she says, that sword won't do you any good. Weapons don't last that long, but the important thing will always stay with you. Show me the blade you wish to pierce the heart of this dragon with. Yeah. Thank you, drama. Is the rapier is <laughs> bigger than the dagger. Oh, for sure. Yeah. A rapier is like a regular size sword, you know, like a right. fancy sword. Exactly. I guess the rapier then. Yeah. Yeah. And if you give it to Shanjan. Um, uh, so she takes the rapier out and she, um, Feeney, takes the, her rapier out and 
does like a little bat, like a bow almost, mm -hmm. and kind of like goes on one knee and not and like bows her head and says, "My lady, I." hope you forgive me for using my dagger on you but i'm only here to protect and to serve the people of this land here police officer and protect and serve the people of this land as a bard and an artist there it is that's what i want to hear <laughs> i only got into fighting so that i could bring joy through music to the hearts of every person in this world good bow <laughs> here's my rapier and thank you yeah and so Shanjan kind of takes it and you notice that like Shanjan's eyes are kind of like rolled back and kind of glowing it's really off-putting <laughs> and Shanjan just kind of like uh, holds this rapier and kind of uh, like weighs it like puts it back and forth and nods his head and with her with the lady's voice just says um, a good blade small but sharp enough to pierce a dragon and then still holding i guess still holding the torch she just like throws it behind her like almost over her shoulder and just goes into that dragon skull and that was the last thing that it needed to kind of like fall down onto the ground oh shoot <laughs> right under it poor, poor <laughs> <laughs> no oh may, oh interesting maybe like right at his feet or his hooves you know <laughs> And then, so maybe from we see from Xanth's perspective that this rapier now has like, like a red kind of glowing, almost glistening blade that the uh, nice. the dragon slayer did originally. And I mean, I think uh, then kind of Shanjin just kind of makes a noise like <gasps> like a choking noise for a second. What happened? It's very cold here. Cool. All right. And what song do we hear is? It fades to black on the just like the the view of this uh, sweet rapier that's now enchanted to slay dragons. Let's see. Good job. <laughs> Good job. This is actually sung by uh, Inverna. This one. Oh. oh, fascinating. You did a good job. Xanth. <laughs> <laughs> we followed you down this hall. We didn't know where we were going at all. I didn't like you very much, but to be fair, I don't like anyone here except for teeny 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 and i guess we're calling him shay j now <laughs> don't like that either <laughs> but not more than i dislike orcs good job and i want to say hey thanks to that lady hey lady you were kinda hot, <laughs> but you're dead, so I won't. Good job. <laughs> Good job, everybody. Good job. Good job. Love it. I was waiting. I was like, <laughs> I can't. Love. Of Inverna's uh, debut, singing debut. <laughs> it was so stilted and perfect. <laughs> that, was that is exactly correct. <laughs> Incredible. Thanks for joining us for this episode of This American Dice Presents D&D, Dragon of Ice Spire Peak. Your cast was Marisa as Serafina Tealeaf, Eduardo as Xanth the Centaur, and David as the Dungeon Master. You heard Austin as the narrator. Music for this episode was An Ocean Wide by Sebastian Forsland, Happy Victory by Heatley Bros, and Last Stand by... 
Martinez Lau. <laughs> Austin will read every five-star review as a spooky ghost. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice. And remember, wash your hands and wear a mask. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. Thing. Oh, just going real slow. Yeah. Yeah, we got it. All right. It happens. I mean, we we are like using all the bandwidth possible in the entire no. and the millions of viewers are slowing us down. Just like yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, more than anything. Can you can you folks out there stop loving us so much? Oh no, <laughs> consistent. Oh, <dear. laughs> Fancy summer longbow. I don't know what happened. I wasn't looking. Uh oh. Oh. You did a longbow too hard. Someone's car alarm went off. So, so hard. Now, who was in that party of adventurers? Why, there was Spanky the Talking Owl. There was Sir Belfroyd Fitztimmons, a man who had one fist that was enormous and one fist that was really, really small. While there was Krung. The Ogre Centaur. Half Ogre, half Centaur, but not the halves you'd think. Why, there was Chippy Chandrak. Why, he was a dragon who'd been turned into a chipmunk. And while he had all the mind powers of a dragon, he had all the breath powers of a chipmunk. Why, there was also the famous Squire who was known for being able to dress a knight in armor as fast as you could blink an eye, and was arrested for undressing many knights just as quickly without necessarily their permission. Um, there was Bert Lancaster. Yes, the actor from our world. Uh, he didn't die. He went back into a fantasy realm and as he was Sir Bert of Lancaster. Um, and he had certain powers, mostly that he could cast spells, but only spells uh, that would make him turn into things that Bert from Bert and Ernie had touched in the uh, cartoons of the same name. Why, there was Pumpkin Johansson. Pumpkin Johansson, who could carve any face into her own face, so long as she did it permanently. Really a power that... I guess everyone has. There was also Kid Whistle, uh, the kid who could whistle at anyone. There was Scissors Topia, uh, a living pair of scissors that could float and could cut anything at any point.